Draymond Green orchestrating. Thompson curls right. He's not open. Pass to pull inside. Layup is up and good. He scored it with a second to go. Zaire Williams will throw it into the baseline. Throws into Bain. Bain will just chuck it down the floor. It's no good. The Warriors get the win. Pull went back door on the baseline. Unbelievable. Dub Nation, you're listening to the Warriors post up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy. Draymond, how about that win? It's a good win. We didn't play very well when we finished with 21 turnovers. Uh, out of sync, all out of whack, but we found a way. You know, and, and that's what I wanted to ask you about. You know, you guys didn't have a great night tonight. A lot of things went wrong for you. You made some mistakes, but you found a way at the end. What can that do for you guys at this point? It's a, it's a win. Uh, we got to figure out what we need to do to be a great team. Uh, that's not going to be sparked by one win. We know we can beat teams. Uh, that's no surprise. So we got to figure out what we need to do consistently to win games. You played this team in the playoffs last year. You played them again t- tonight. I mean, I, I got I to gotta think that you might be tired because that, that, you put out a lot of effort. You had to guard a lot of different types of players tonight. Uh, uh, that's what you work for, you know, so... Uh, they they pose some challenges uh, with with their matchups and their lanes, but I love that. Um, that's my type of game. It was physical. It was, had to get gritty. I love that type of basketball game. So it's fun. Tell me about the the last two buckets, the one by Clay, the one by Jordan Poole, and and just how big those guys were tonight. They were both huge. Uh, they both played great. I mean, they didn't play great, but they made timely baskets, and they they scored. You know, Clay. You know, Clay lives for that big moment. And Jordan never been afraid of a big moment. So, you know, it's great to see uh, both of those guys have those moments. And, you know, it's a good night for us. Yeah, it's a really good night for you. You had eight points. You had seven assists. You had 13 rebounds. Uh, but as, you, as I know you would say, the most important thing about that is it came in a win. Nice, I, nice I, job. Thank you. Yeah, we need wins. So that was great. Thanks, Tim. All right, man. I'll see you. Draymond Green, 122-120. Warriors with the win over the Memphis Grizzlies. And, you know, it felt like a little bit of like a playoff game at times. It wasn't pretty for either team. But, uh, man, just a, a grimy, gritty type of game. And the, the Warriors come away with the victory. I, Tim Roy, as uh, Golden State now gets back to 500. 122-120 again the final. Jordan Poole scoring with a, a second to go. Backdoor on a baseline inbounds. And it comes away with the... Uh, the victory. We are very honored to be joined by... <laughs> said by no one ever before you just said that, by the way. Eric Hasseltine. Literally said by no one. The voice of the Grizzlies to come by. And, and uh, boy, it, it, it felt like we were back in the, awesome. the second round. It was awesome. Uh, I, I said on our broadcast that it's, it's amazing we get paid to do this. Um, this has everything you want it to be. Obviously, it, it stings when you're on the wrong end of the scoreboard, but... As we indicated, much like last Friday where the Grizzlies lost a game where they had a double-digit lead in the fourth quarter, they got shown a thing or two by teams that have championship pedigree, that players that have won titles and what you got to do. And I point to the stretch where the Grizzlies on three straight possessions either got a – they had one deep 30-foot three where they held the ball forever and then two turnovers uh, where they really just got out of their offense and were kind of trying to milk the clock, and that's not who they are. But the Warriors' defense had something to do with that. And, you know, Jaron picking up that foul, you know, when Draymond secures the rebound, you got to know that. 
I understand the rule. I hated it for the fans that, that Steph got tossed. We actually remember we saw that in Memphis once upon a time right. where he tried to throw it at the basket stanchion and pick it up, and he missed, and it was an automatic ejection there too. So that stung um, to watch because you want the teams there, and it's fun. Man, it is fun. These two teams have a healthy disdain uh, when they face each other. Clay Thompson clearly does not like Memphis or anything about it, which is totally fun. That's a competitor. I, I, I love it. We need more of that. I do, too. We I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I want to be your friend <laughs> now, especially when you have a cold beverage waiting for me, which is wonderful. Cheers. We aim to please. Um, but I don't want our, our guys to be buddies. I, I want our teams to battle and fight and scratch and claw and i want your fans to boo our team and you know keep it to to the uh, respectful nature and i want that atmosphere and it's fun being in in a building like that and so yeah it it had a playoff feel to it i think there's a healthy uh little rivalry going there i know the warriors kind of look at it as you still haven't won anything yet once you win something then we'll consider it more of a rivalry and i don't disagree with that i really don't and and one of the things i have said about the Grizzlies being there on a day-in, day-out basis is you do have to maybe pump the brakes a little bit on the talking until you get to a certain level. But I also can't tell guys that if that's how they fire themselves up, not to do what they do to get themselves ready. It would be like when the the Warriors went to Miami, like I think it was 2012 or 13, and Draymond's jawing with, with LeBron James. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he shouldn't be saying anything because the Warriors hadn't done anything at that point, right? Right. But on the other hand, it got Draymond fired up. They ended up beating Miami in sure. Miami, which for the Warriors, that would, that should have never happened back then. And, right. And so, yeah, I agree with you. If, if you know, Dylan Brooks talking gets him going and gets him fired up, then then that's the way he has to go. And so, But you also, have, like to Draymond, learn, you, yeah. you also have to, as Draymond has learned over the years, to temper that with some uh, – maturity right and, and so like the the foul where Steph Curry you're not going to block Steph Curry's three I, I don't know who thinks that that's happening um, it's kind of like what Michael Jordan used to say when Bill Beer would put him four feet under the basket he would say you're not blocking my shot and you're not going to block Steph Curry's three and and Dylan gets caught up and runs into Curry and you give the best free throw shooter arguably in the history of the game I know the percentages may favor other guys but you give me a guy to make two free throws at the stretch I'm taking 30 and then you miss your best free throw shooter misses two, and the Grizzlies have found out in this road trip, missing free throws on the road is is truly not a good recipe to win a basketball game. And I think, it's crazy. And I think the, the other part about this is that every team goes through a stretch, right? Where they they, they struggle. Every yes. team. I don't care who it's it is. It's an eighty two game season, and every team's going to go through this. Maybe this is a time for Memphis, but for the Warriors, the the, the you know, I just had Draymond on. Draymond said, this doesn't mean anything unless we get a bunch of wins together. It's just sure. a win. Yeah. And so you know, that's the challenge that they have, and they just haven't gone on that run yet. And they, what, what's crazy is, is if they go on a run, say, just say for giggles since they, they beat Toronto Friday. Sure. and then which I, I would put that in, in good possibility. Win, well, Toronto just smacked uh, Sacramento tonight. And then win in Oklahoma City, Wild. win in Minnesota, and maybe maybe you know come back off that trip two and one losing Denver. It's a second half of a back to back. I can't imagine everybody's going to be playing in that one. Right. So uh, say you know you win three or four, and then you come back and win three or four. Then you'll be you know the the Warriors will be knocking on the number four seed at that point. And so right. if if they can get on a run, then then I think they can do it. But the, so far they haven't shown the ability uh, to to do that. And so uh, we'll we'll see. It, it's going to be. A nice little test for them 
uh, I got to tell you, the, the guy that I really love how he battles, he gave the Warriors an extra possession tonight, uh, is DiVincenzo. Oh, he just yeah. fits right in. I mean, he, I think he'd well, fit in on just about any team. I yeah. mean, he'd be great, he'd be great on, the, on Memphis, for yeah. me, per se. And, and look, he was expendable because the Grizzlies sent the guy there and Grayson Allen. And they did similar things. And the Grizzlies sent Grayson Allen away because they had a guy named Desmond Bain, who turns out is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I am, you know, I, I, as I sit here and, and think about it, you're, you're not wrong. And we talked about it in the pregame show. And you guys could very easily. And um, I expect to make a run and, and string wins together and get into the, the top four and probably have home court advantage in that first round. Um, because, look, I mean, it's, it, you and I both know this. It's a long season, and when you've won four championships and guys have been banged up, you're going to try to say, hey, look, we know when it's time. And it is somewhat, I've always thought, a dangerous game to play because you get in a, a wrong matchup situation potentially. Absolutely. Where maybe one or two games changes that Absolutely. and the matchups are more favorable. But you can never predict that, and you want guys healthy at the end. And um, Look, it's fun. It's clear to me that I like the way Sacramento plays. I think they're going to have the the learning curve that the Grizzlies have gone through the last couple of years. I love the way you guys play, share the ball, move the ball, the the off ball cuts that this offense generates. As a just someone who loves the game of basketball, it is beautiful to watch. And and when these two teams are operating at a high level, the first half was gross. Let's be yes. honest about oh, it. It was disgusting. Was, was, it was it was like a bad B movie that's, that's, with a terrible plot, and you, you're watching it if, and going like, "Why you, am I wasting time?" If you time? miss the first half, yeah. think about the worst traffic jam you've been in the Bay yeah. Area. That was it. Well, that, and that, just, isn't that just a normal Tuesday for you guys? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't yeah. miss that part. Yeah. Um, but then watching them tick up in the in the second half shows how how these teams are. Denver's very good. We'll see what happens with with Dallas and the Clippers, but I, I believe it's clear these are the three best teams, and then it's it's a toss up for four. And where does it go? Do these two teams again end up in the semifinals? Are the Pelicans going to be there? Are they? Are these two teams going to meet in the second round? Do the Grizzlies fall back a little bit? Who knows? I mean, the the Grizzlies had a great eleven game win streak. Quite honestly, they've had opportunities to be two and two on this trip. Absolutely, three and one well, if they don't sleepwalk through the first twenty-four minutes in Phoenix. But that's like saying, you know, if I had five numbers and a Powerball number, yeah. you and I would be sitting on a beach, and somebody else would have these headsets. Well, on. yeah, DeRozan doesn't play in Chicago. The Warriors lose because they somehow leave Vucevic wide open for about eight threes. Sure, well, yeah. and and then it's a bold strategy. They, they give away uh, the game in Boston. Uh, though, you know, let's face it, Boston's a really good team. So, really good. And so, uh, but, the, you know, the Warriors had control of that game for the most part. And then so, you know, now you get to, you know, they, they steal a win in Cleveland, and then they have a, a double-digit lead in the first half and the second half against Brooklyn. That gets away. Sure. So hopefully for the Warrior part that this win will help them build on closing out games because they just haven't done that. And I, I think – you know, for a long time, the Warriors were blessed with guys who were playing a lot like Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston. Vets. Uh, yeah. Bar- no, no Bo- what it takes Barbosa, to finish. Barbosa, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they knew how to make plays, winning plays. Now they've got guys who are learning that. Kaminga, yeah. who, who I think oh. is, is taking a step forward now. That, those were two just vicious dunks. I had fun with those. And then Thompson's shot was so good. I, and tell me if I'm wrong. And you're one of my mentors, so I have the utmost respect for you. And, uh, you got to pick better mentors. I, well, you know, <laughs> I, well, it really wasn't my choice, to be honest with you. The, the paycheck came along with a, a yeah. whopping five seventy five yeah. an hour. And, uh, by the way, Wash Roy's car. Can you shorten that, update? Can you yeah. shorten that update, please? Exactly. Uh, yeah, you're, t- you're verbose, kid. Shocking. Um, I think losses like this 
do help young players grow because let's be honest, Zaire Williams did not have a great game. No, tonight. you know, and, I don't. And it, if that, if you saw the replay, I don't care. Jordan Poole could have thrown that basketball into the 14th row, and it would have still been two points because Williams went up through the basket. And it's a it's basic basketball um, teaching that you cannot let your man get between you know get inside you cut on into a baseline the basket, out on a baseline of bounds. You can't. You get and basket first. The minute he cut, I went, "Oh, Z turned his head," and the kid is absolutely one of the hardest workers in the in the locker room wants to be good wants to get better you know doesn't just sit back and rest on his laurels and and did not have a great run at Stanford and knew it came in and really grew before our eyes last year and he ends up growing in the offseason which puts some stress on his body right and now he's getting back into the rhythm and although yes this stings He's learned a valuable lesson tonight. Whether that pays off down the road, we'll see. But, you know, I go back. I remember when Detroit lost Chauncey Billups, and this guy Rodney Stuckey, who played at Eastern Washington, right. steps in. in, and he starts 20 games. And I remember on my local show in Memphis, I said, this may be a blessing in disguise for the Pistons because this guy's going to get invaluable time right. with the starters. He's going to get there for playoff time. And if you're the coach at that time, I'm not sure who it was during those runs, whether it was – Carlisle or um, no, not for us, but um, whether it was Carlisle or Larry Brown had gone away. Right. I think it was Larry Brown uh, still there. And you can now go to the bench, and this kid's played meaningful minutes. Before I let you go, i got to yes. ask you this question. because I, I, I Are you telling at, me I'm verbose again? Yeah, no, 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 no. I would never say that out loud. Yes. <laughs> never out loud. Yeah, 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 shut up, kid. No. Uh, the... I looked on the roster today, yeah. and you know the Warriors do a really good job of developing guys. Sure, you know, they, and they've developed players over the years. Jordan 100%. Poole, uh, Kaminga is now on the rise, but and I think Memphis is really good, kind of like Toronto. It's coming in here Friday of picking guys that they see potential with in the draft, making a deal. Thirteen of the seventeen players on the Memphis roster were taking nineteenth or later in the draft, or not drafted at all. Yeah, uh, talk about your development program with the Grizzlies. Well. One thing, as you guys know, it helps to keep your coaching staff consistent. Continuity, Continuity in the coaching staff is huge. Um, They really do work that. Blake Ahern, who works with John Moran, is phenomenal. We've lost two coaches in the four years with Taylor Jenkins. One was a a man named Nevin Spahia, who was uh, really a a legend in European basketball. But he wanted to go back home. Yeah. And Ja's first workout coach was Neal Ivey, whose son's doing pretty well in Denver right now, yes. Jaden, yeah. who patterned his game after Ja because his mom and Ja worked every day when Ja was a rookie. Neal got an opportunity that we just you, you just couldn't say no to. She got Absolutely. a chance to go coach her alma mater at Notre Dame. Yeah. She's a brilliant basketball mind, one of the best people I've been around. And it starts with Taylor Jenkins in, in the front He's office, good. and they, they the message is clear that this is how we're going to do things. If you want to be a part of this, we are going to let everybody eat, as he says. You're not. It's not a one-man show. It's not a – much like you guys. Look, you guys have two of the greatest shooters to ever step foot on an NBA floor who in some systems might take 30 shots a night and nobody would complain because that's your best option. Yet I'll never forget that Thompson game against Sacramento where he went berserko and – he passed the ball to Curry, and Curry just looked at him and threw it well, right back. And said, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, like, take exactly. the shot. Like yeah. you, you don't do that. So, so yeah, the development is there, and it starts with Job ja believing in his teammates. So they see him work as hard as anybody, and now that sets a precedent. And you know, Dylan Brooks, who's a, a hated man in this building, and I completely understand why, but he works very hard, and he is known throughout the coaching staff to say, 
hey, it's 11 o'clock. Can we watch some tape before, like we call it a night? Can you come to my room with the video? Can you point out where I'm going? Or can we go get extra shots? Jaron is an aficionado. Like you said, there's only a handful of guys that were drafted inside the lottery. And Zaire's one of them. Jaws one of them. Jaron's one of them. Um, and then the most, for the most part, we got a bunch of guys with chips on their shoulder. And even though Ja was a second pick, you know, he was overlooked all through his oh, entire career, yeah. Yeah. found in an auxiliary gym, and then, you know, he blows up at Murray State, and here we are. So um, it's a credit to the to the team and the, and the message. And I'll be honest with you, Tim, I, and I've told this story to other people, I was very much considering retiring, thinking about this team being in a really long rut where there wasn't a lot going on, the culture changed, the pick happens. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. you, you know, you watch the first game, and you're like, yeah, let's, let's put that retirement talk on hold. This is a fun gig to have. So, yeah. But it was it was tough because you didn't know where it was going, and now there's a true culture and a message. I, I thought about retiring in, like, 2001, but uh, that was when, you know, we won one game after the All-Star break. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. hey. But, but I, had, I, have, I, have, I had two two kids – uh, a wife and about four bartenders. They're really dependent upon me. Well, so, the four yeah. bartenders, I think, are probably even more dependent on me. Um, I, I stole that from North by Northwest, by the way, that's the Hitchcock fan- film. So. That's fantastic. Yeah. No, and I will, I'll say this, because for me, um, you know, it was right after I'd lost my father, too. And, and as you know how much this organization here means to me, because my father and I were season ticket holders in the run TMC day. Raymond Ritter got me tickets to the playoff game against oh, Dallas. That's right. that's right. That was the last game I attended with my father at Oracle. I was able to come to game six, although it didn't work out for the Warriors in the finals, see the last game in a building where I cut my teeth. So this is always tough for me because I do have heartstrings tied to this organization and I want to beat them so badly because it means so much to our guys. But in the end, as I said, I got a lot of respect for the way they play, the way they're coached, and, and the fans and, and the, the loyalty they've shown over the years. And this is fun. This is what it's all about. Uh, these, these are great games. Yep. We need more of these in the NBA. Thanks for it. coming by, man. Thanks for having me. All right. and, Eric, and the beverage. <laughs> Eric Hasseltine, the uh, voice of the Memphis Grizzlies.